Hi, uh, I'm Suruchi Gupta. I oversee the 5G collaboration and partnership that enables the 5G ecosystem on behalf of Networks Division at Samsung. multi-vendor interoperability. The operators in the U.S. will be able to reap the benefits of having a robust, innovative ecosystem. I'm Catherine Speglia, and this is Well Technically, the tech podcast where women do the explaining. I'm really looking forward to this conversation, Saruchi, because my colleague Sean is the one that primarily deals with OpenRAN, so I've got a lot of outstanding questions. So thank you for being here to answer them. Thank you for having me, Catherine. My first question, though, has nothing to do with OpenRAN. Instead, I'd like to know of an example of a time in which being a woman has empowered you. Catherine, I know you're asking me to give you an example of one time in which I feel I've get empowered as a woman. However, I have a lifetime of examples. And if you don't mind, I would I would like to quickly go with that because every day I feel empowered. Every morning I wake up, I feel that in some way today I'm empowered. And it actually goes back all the way to when I was in engineering college and I was uh, my father. It was not, It was uncommon for women engineers in my culture at that time, but I was very fortunate for my father to support that ambition. Uh, so, but however, we were a class of less than 5% women. So starting from that moment, I felt empowered to work harder, have the courage to not only ex- uh, excel in what I did, uh, just kind of move forward with the, my desires. So um, continuing to, with that, I was empowered with the same courage and resilience in my career. It came all the way to fast forward to today. Uh, being a mom, the resilience, the empathy, the emotions which add strength, they're all what empowers you every single day. And uh, not to mention the multitasking we do as women. So I feel empowered with the fact that I'm able to multitask. It's not even funny how to, to what extent we can multitask. But uh, all these different things and continue to change and evolve. And uh, every single thing is attributed because it's inherently in us as women and uh, and added to the success. Lately, I feel a lot more empowered, Catherine, with the opportunity that I have through leading an employee resource group in Samsung called WISE, which is Women in Samsung Electronics. And now uh, having felt being empowered myself, and now I feel that I'm able to empower other women in technology. So that is also an opportunity that I'm very grateful for. I read that Samsung has contributed enhancements to the open front hall interface specifications for the ORAN Reliance. Can you talk to me more about the work that Samsung has done for the Alliance and in the open RAN space in general? Yes, absolutely, Catherine. So at Samsung, we believe in open ecosystem. It is part of a corporate DNA from Android to smart things. We have always been committed to platforms that enable innovations from a broad set of companies. So so you're right, Samsung is a leader in Open RAN, and we are an active contributor to groups like you mentioned, ORAN Alliance. However, we are also actively engaged with LF Networking, ONAP, and the Open RAN Policy Coalition. 
We did join the XRAN Forum in 2017, joined the Linux Foundation Networking Fund in 2018, and took your question that how Samsung and what it has done for the Alliance. And in this space, we have contributed the key source code, strategy guidance, architectural direction, and overall expertise. Uh, we have taken steps to facilitate ORAN testing and integration and to demonstrate the dynamic scalability of 5G RAN using an ORAN framework, helping prepare for the future of network management. Let me just kind of end with the example that um, is now. We have partnered with our key customers, and I can share that with AT&T, to create an ORAN milestone, which is the world's first ESIP recall for millimeter wave. And this happened in 2019. Okay, great. Thank you for that that kind of rundown of Samsung's role in all of this. And one of the biggest draws of OpenRAN is, of course, multi-vendor uh, interoperability. How is this interoperability achieved? Yeah, so I agree with you that it, it uh, while it is seen as the biggest draws for Open RAN, and Samsung does recognize that operators differ in their architectural and technology approaches to deploying networks, but we do believe that Open RAN is going to be the key component of 5G's growth in the U.S., specifically the operators embracing the architectural choice. How we make it feasible is ultimately we will support the variety of approaches, whether it's traditional single vendor or a hybrid virtualized and open approach. It is feasible. We have, like I said, demonstrated that. In, I just gave an example with the Open Supri call that we've accomplished with AT&T, which required a multi-vendor interoperability. So with this approach, operators in the U.S. will be able to reap the benefits of having a robust and innovative ecosystem. Today's episode of Well Technically is brought to you by Comscope. Comscope is pushing the boundaries of technology to create the world's most advanced wired and wireless networks. Their global team of employees, innovators, and technologists empower customers to anticipate what's next and invent what's possible. Discover more at comscope.com. And let's take a step back here for a second. What are some of the biggest opportunities that a more open network architecture would provide? Absolutely. So allowing fraud and easy migration from 4G to 5G will help drive the competition and give the operators the ability to cost effectively deploy. 5G, and that should be one of the biggest opportunities and benefits that I, I would like to mention. It, enable, it will enable the service providers to build best-of-the-breed networks using the radio and the baseband functions from different vendors. And of course, it'll, that will mean that it improves, improves the feature speeds to the market. And on the other side of that, what are some of the biggest challenges of multi-vendor open RAN? And how is Samsung specifically addressing these challenges? In some way, you did touch one of them, and I'll make it a second point to bring it back on the interoperability. However, the first biggest challenge is actually requiring the software versus hardware competencies. So the definitions of the RAN functions must provide equipment suppliers with the appropriate level of details that will allow the development teams to build components that work together specifically. 
So that is the huge ask and that would be the challenge for us to be successful. What Samsung is doing to address these these challenges and as an experienced equipment supplier, Samsung helps by providing the group with knowledgeable resources and an understanding on how to optimize those latency sensitive functions which are found in the RAN. So we do have the leadership in this area and that enables us in the XRAN forum providing significant direction in the creation of those open and standardized front hall interfaces. Those outputs from the XRAN forum and then serve as the foundation for the ORAN Alliance work. And going back and going back and now briefly touching again, the interoperability that you mentioned also on it. Uh, the proven, it is uh, actually a, one of the challenges, you, you're right. Operators of multi-vendor networks have to have their confidence that the products that they're deploying will interoperate. It is critical to identify and eliminate the risk of those incompatibilities between the disaggregated radio and the control products from different vendors. And uh, to help you understand what Samsung is doing, and Samsung addresses this challenge by working with the operators early on to ensure that there is interoperability. And I will give another example, as I shared with you, our access with AT&T. And also Samsung began collaborating with Verizon in 2018 to advance Verizon's 4G LTE open RAN initiative by supplying our remote radio heads and baseband units that work with their products from other vendors also in the network. Okay, and what is the Open Testing and Interoperability Center or the OTIC initiative and what is Samsung's role in that project? Yes, uh, like you said, it is the Open Testing and Interoperability Center, OTIC, as it's abbreviated. This was launched in September of 2019. And as the ORAN Alliance focused on open RAN interfaces and the use of open source solutions, what OTIC is doing is providing an environment for validating these solutions. So with this platform, with the OTIC platform, Samsung and the ORAN partners then collaborate on the verification of those interfaces while also creating solutions in a controlled testing environment. So the ability to jointly solve these challenges benefits everyone who's participating in the OTIC environment. And uh, I must add, as founding members of OTIC, Samsung is committed to driving innovation of the open RAN products. And that is, of course, by participating in these verification activities. And Samsung is confident that OTIC will play a key role in open RAN development. So let me just add and complete by saying that this critical task of verification will help accelerate the ORAN platform development of a robust ecosystem by empowering the collaborations that we have amongst the network operators. Okay. Uh, well, Sruchi, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to help me understand, you know, why we need to have this move towards a more open ecosystem and the benefits that come along with that. Absolutely, Catherine. Well, Technically is an Arden Media production. For advertising inquiries, contact Danny Miller at dmiller at ardenmedia.com. Today's show was produced and edited by me, Catherine Speglia.